Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, all of my beautiful friends from the internet. I hope each and every single one of you is doing amazing on this uh, shining, bright, uh, ecstatic Tuesday. Or whenever you happen to be listening to this episode, whether that be morning, evening, or night. Uh, remember, please uh, like and comment and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Please uh, leave us a rating and also leave us a review if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You have no idea how much that helps the show to grow and spread amongst all of our fellow beautiful people that are uh, on the internet. Remember, you can answer this week's Reddit question by clicking the description of the episode in Spotify, and to the to the right, there's a white icon that says reply, and you will be notified when your response is published. So, um, I would just want to thank everyone for uh, responding to last week's Reddit question. Last week's Reddit question was, what do we need to normalize in the younger generation? So this one comes from stressed human, but we need to normalize guys wearing women's clothing without being queer. Women are able to wear men's clothes and not be queer, but yet uh, is when men wear women's clothing and it it's not seen as normal. You know what? Like, it's annoying how we're honestly really not past this sort of stuff. Like, who cares, man? And like, you're so right. Like, like m- women could wear all men's clothing and no one would bat an eye but it's just because women's clothing fits differently like you know what i really like is i i do like some it's not women's clothing per se but it's it's more so like feminine inspired men's clothing like tight sometimes low cut shirt or like a netted shirt or something like that these are starting to make its way in, into the male fashion a little bit more um, some of these like see-through shirts, see-through netted shirts. I like, I kind of have one. It's not super thin, I like to see all the way through, but uh, it's, I just, I just enjoy wearing it. It's something, it's, it's chic. It feels, it feels like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. It doesn't, I, it doesn't feel particularly super masculine, but it also, it doesn't, it doesn't feel super gender neutral, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't like, who cares, bro? People should be able to wear whatever they want. This was like the whole thing with the, with the Harry Styles thing. And you know what? We were, I was talking about this with my, with my, my, my friend, Sam, who you, who you all know. Um, if you don't know, please go back and listen to our episodes, my episodes with Sam. Um, we were just talking about, um, and I think I might have been talking this with my 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 other buddy Elias as well, who hasn't been on the podcast in some time, but we were talking about having him back on soon. But okay, so everyone's in a big humbug about Harry Styles wearing this dress on Vogue. I mean, I know this is a while ago, but we talked about it again, and it was like, okay, Young Thug did this on his album cover in 2017. No one said shit. Okay, Dennis Rodman was wearing dresses in the 90s. Okay, why is it that big of a deal if Harry Styles wears one? And like, <laughs> Harry Styles isn't his music doesn't even necessarily. I mean, I guess it's 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 been more traditionally listened to by women too. So it's not like it's not like he's some like super masculine only makes music for men type of guy. And then all the all the all the men are getting pissy because he's wearing women's clothing. No, it's like. It's like you, the dudes who are getting all mad about this, don't even listen to his music. So it's like, why do you even care, bro? Like, uh, so annoying. But yes, stress human, as you can see, this stresses me out. Uh, Cheese say, Cheese says, not all trailer park kids smoke weed and take drugs all day. 
Have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys? Okay, you're talking to a Canadian. That's... I don't believe you. All right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I didn't even really know that was a conception. Um, I just know that it, affordable housing is literally impossible to find these days, so people are moving into trailer parks. Like, like and nice ones, too. Like, just because you live in a trailer park doesn't mean that it's, like, run down, that, you know? But housing is literally unaffordable, so it makes sense. Um, Dog says, I'm not sure, but good episode. Thanks, Dog. Uh, Jinx Waffle says, listening to Reddit asks us, even though I'm always late for the episodes and saying that Twitter is the stupidest place to be. Wait, nor that needs to be normalized amongst the younger generations that Twitter is the stupidest place to be. <laughs> Twitter's funny, man. All the best memes are from Twitter. I like every, every like meme that's on Instagram is either like from like a deep fried meme page or it's like regurgitated something from twitter because people are wild on twitter bro people are crazy i'm not gonna call it x man i'm not gonna like come on elon don't be an idiot bro it's called it was called twitter for its entire existence its genesis was named twitter twitter like you're not gonna change it bro um but thanks listening to reddit ss should be normalized against the younger generation i appreciate that jinx next one comes from sandra or sandra uh knutson Letting people off, getting off public transport before you rush on board. If everybody is standing at the doors and makes and trying to be the first to enter, it makes it so much harder to disembark. This is so true, and this is because young people these days, everything is just like go 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 go. Like like we, so many kids amongst our generation are are, are so like not socialized. Like we like they're so not socialized to live in like a, what it like a cordial world environment, and everyone's staring at their freaking phones all the time and on TikTok and shit, and no one's actually paying attention to what they're doing. So it, it's just like everything is about like everyone thinks they're the main character, bro, straight up, and that's like that's like the, a part of the zeitgeist of our our generation. Like it's making fun of like NPCs, people who basically have grown up without the internet or grew up in the in the very early internet and don't experience in the like way we do. And it's like, that's so, it's so insulting, man. It's like, you think that you're being funny by calling people an NPC. And like, when people do this unironically, it's the cringiest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's like, why, bro, did, why do you like, like you're, people are going to make fun of you when you're older too, bro. Like stop shitting on everybody. And like, you're not that special. Okay. You are not the main character. You are not them, bro. You are not her. You are not him. Okay. Relax. Next one comes from uh, The Dopic. So I, I, um, hey, sorry, I can't add this because everything has already been said, but great episode. And by the way, it's pronounced The Dopic, so uh, The Dopic says that. Or The Dopic, I'm not sure. Um, next one comes from IDB Caleb. I don't know, I don't know if, if this was in it, but holding doors for people. Nobody really uh, does that from a lot from what I've seen. I'm going to have to agree with you, but I'm also so guilty of, like, not, of, like, I'm trying to hold the door open for people, but it's just, uh, I, okay, let's just say this, holding the door open, I think, is just a general, like, I think one thing I agree with you about you, Caleb, is, is general courteousness, I think, is because everyone's so used to just, like, wearing headphones all the time, and just being so locked into their little world, that, that and they're 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 everyone's so comfortable in their world. They know what's in that world. There's not a lot in that world that's going to be that unpredictable to them. Whereas the outside actual real world can be very unpredictable all the time. And the more that people are interact with that world, I think the more the scare the more scared they get of that more unpredictable things are going to happen to them. So they just like put these put these sort of 
you know, invisible walls up around them, like putting headphones in, staring at your phone the whole time that you're in public, because then you're trying to minimize the variability of things that it might happen to you in the real world. And courteousness goes down because of that, because everyone just, everyone stops thinking, it's conscientiousness, right? People stop thinking about other people, you know, the theory of mind, right? People, people start only really thinking about themselves and they'd stop thinking about other people. And courteousness, I think is, is on the decline, but the, the holding doors one is awkward though. I hate like it's when they're just a little far away and and it's like oh do I I don't want to just stand here and it's uh it's uh, then you gotta commit to it and then sometimes it's just piles of people and you're like I actually have a place to be, um, but good point. All right, why don't we hop into today's episode? So thank you all for bearing with uh, with me through the beginning of that. Um, not just because I, I love everyone respond love responses, but. Uh, I've been told over the time that to not drag that out. So, uh, but I really do appreciate everyone responding and I want to make time for every single person who responds. So please, please keep responding because I love reading out your comments and I love the fact that everybody participates in the show because I like to treat this as a synergistic thing. I don't want it to just be me here, okay? I want it to be us. I want us to be a collective, to participate in each other's lives. I want it to feel like you know me and I want to feel like I know you. Um, all right, so this week's episode is, of course, you can probably see from the title, Americans, or I'm just going to say North Americans, or maybe like Westerners, what is something that Europeans have or do that makes no sense to you? I'm kind of just observing because I've never been to Europe, and I don't really know about what Europeans do, so we'll just read this off and see what happens. All right, so the first one comes from Why Gina. In Germany, apartments don't normally come with a kitchen. It's purchased slash installed by the tenant. Sometimes you luck out, but but not usually. What? Why? You just take your kitchen everywhere you go. That seems like that's like okay. I'm packing. Oh right, my shoes. Yeah, don't want to forget the toothbrush. Yeah, got the sweater. Yes. Oh my god, my favorite sweater. Um, and oh yes, my kitchen. Yeah, let me just take my entire kitchen. You know, don't want to forget that. Don't want to. That's a that's a pretty big item. It's a pretty big ticket item, I guess. You don't want to forget that. It's not like. You know, you know, sometimes the old tenants leave behind things in your apartment. It's like, yes, free pan, you know, yes, free pot. Oh my God. Somebody left me their kitchen. Like, why would you take that with you? That seems like a very like impractical thing to be lugging around all the time. Like, why, why would you do that? Uh, reply from big strength, 7344. We, when we sold our house recently, a German woman viewed it and said, this is a lovely kitchen. We'll be ashamed to see it go. And I was like, go where? She was so excited when I said that we weren't taking the kitchen anywhere. Me and my husband were so confused. She thought the house was a real catch because of it and was shocked when the estate agent said that nobody takes their kitchens with them. Odd. Why would you take your kitchen? I don't understand where this comes from. I feel like we need to do some more investigation. Like, why? <laughs> like, I need to... So as a Le Leonard replies and says, as a German, I can assure you, we all hate it. It's a thing that stayed from people in the 50ths, 50ths, uh, buying things, a kitchen oven for life. Back when things actually were made to build or to, built not to break down after a mandatory return period. But that's the thing, though, is that if everyone's appliances are built to last, then why would you want to take them with you? Because anything that you buy like or anything that you inherit would be made to last. So this still doesn't make any sense to me. All right, next one comes from Curiosity13. No AC. Sure, fine. But then no screens on your windows? 
So all the bugs just get in. Not sure if this is all of Europe, but definitely the UK. Also, no top sheets. This is this is uh, this is classic East Coast here. This is the same here in the East Coast. No fucking because I live on the East Coast of Canada. No fucking place here has AC. We don't have AC. I was living in a in a nice apartment like last year or two years ago, I guess now maybe. Um, no, last year I was living in a nice apartment last year, and we just got we were the one of the only bil- bil- uh, apartments in the building that had AC, like. It was a brand new thing that everyone saw. And it's like, whoa, you guys got the AC unit? And it's like, yeah, so we don't fucking die from exhaustion, from heat exhaustion and being uh, dehydrated. Like, I was starting to look like SpongeBob and Patrick at the at the end of the fucking SpongeBob movie when they're laid out on that lamp and they're just drying the fuck out. I was sweating that much because there was no AC. And I'm now I'm back to it again. This whole summer, I got no sleep. Okay, all the podcasts that you go back and listen to, let let like let yourself be known. <clears throat> let it be known to yourself that I was doing those, sweating to bed every night, like just just crawling into bed, just you know, with a nice layer of just sweat, and just 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 not even being able to sleep through the night. And I don't know why I didn't buy myself a fan. I'm just that's my fault really because I'm too lazy. But, um. You know, AC, yeah, not common. Not common on the east coast of Canada. But you go out west, AC is more common. Because uh, that's where I'm from. Uh, Greedy Knowledge replies... Greedy Knowledge 6043 replies and says, The screens thing is so fucking weird with me. The no AC forces you to open your windows. <laughs> I stayed in the French countryside one summer. Kept the windows open at night. So many bug bites the next morning. Oh my god. Yeah, that is the weirdest one, is that there's no screens. So the bugs are just like, like, what is, like, what, where's the, where's the, where's the rationale there? Where's the logic? It's like, okay, yeah, so we're gonna get no AC, but you know what's better than no AC? Getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. It's good for you, all right? And you're, you're helping back to the community, all right? The community of, excuse me, the, the community of mosquitoes, they appreciate your blood. All right, the welts. Sometimes it you gotta lose some battles. Okay, this is all about giving back to the environment. Okay, we give back in small ways. So, it's it, it's top down, bud. All right, it's the small things that matter. You want to make real change in the world? Small things that matter. So, you know what? So what? You get bitten by a couple thousand mosquitoes. All right, whatever. Big whoop. Okay, there are much more important problems going on in the world. So. It's like, yeah, well, mosquitoes, I also heard, spread things like malaria or West Nile. So, um, maybe not. Next one comes from Neat Serve 7030, or 730. I don't know if it's all Europeans, but Germans have a real big problem with staring like I owe them money. Also paying to use the bathroom in public spaces. The Germans, man. What is up with the Germans? Okay. It's, it seems like there's a history here. Okay. It seems like there's a... The Germans have a, a history of being a little little strange, okay? You guys know what I'm talking about. A little, little unorthodox, shall we say, okay? It's the, the Germans are a little, they're a different bunch, all right? I'm just kidding. All jokes. But all jokes aside, what the fuck is up with you Germans, okay? Like, I mean, eh. The the thing about the the paying to use public bathrooms or pu- or the the bathroom in public spaces, in we don't have public bathrooms in in the West. Okay, like ever, like not like I don't know if I've like there's maybe in like smaller places, 
but like out here, like in like in other in Halifax, there are no just like public bathrooms, like just around, just like out on the street. So their solution to people who need to use the bathroom in a public setting is just to not have one. So uh, basically, saying you're SOL um, if you have to, you know, do your basic, most basic bodily functions. Uh, but uh, sorry, there's a reply, but. Oh yeah, there's a reply from Batman, but depressed. So uh, the guy who's fuck, what's his name? Oh my God, why am I Edward? Whatever is that his name in the Twilight? Who's the guy from who plays Batman in the newest Batman? They made that guy look so fucking depressed. Holy shit, I was very impressed with how sickly they made him look. They did not. They did not. It didn't feel like they were trying to sexualize him. I was like, damn, I kind of feel bad for this guy. He looks like he's, he looks really depressed. <laughs> um, he's like, my fucking parents, fuck. He's like beating the shit out of a criminals. And he's like, fuck this, fuck. <laughs> oh, jeez, bro. Do you need do you need like someone to talk to, bro? Um, but Batman but Depressed says, LOL, we do stare a lot. When I went to study in the UK, one of my professors asked me during tutorial whether he was wrong, wh whether he was saying wrong things because apparently I kept staring at him. I didn't even notice. Ha ha. You know what? I, okay, I went out with like a German girl for a little bit. I never noticed her staring. That's not something I ever noticed. Maybe it was just her, but that's not something that really stuck out to me. But also, when you're attracted to someone, you're also kind of just like not paying attention to like stuff like that. I was just like, oh, pretty girl. Um, next one comes from Artistic Autistic. I'm from Europe myself, the UK, and find it... This is controversial for some people, all right? All my, all, all my UK listeners. Um, some people are like, we're not, we're not part of Europe. We use the pound, all right? We don't use the goddamn euro. Oh, don't call us a bloody European. We're not them. It's like, well, you are on the european continent so it i'm i'm not european definitely not european you know and if someone said i was american i'd be like well i guess technically technically i am because i live in north america so i am a north american um but anyways says i'm for myself uh, i'm europe the uk and find it strange some people here have carpet in their bathroom. It's disgusting. That is a violation of human rights. That is a utter and complete violation. Who? Why? Whose idea was that? This is... That sounds horrible. What if you're pissing and you just... It just goes a little outside the toilet. You just pissed into fabric. Okay, you have to steam clean that now. I would hate to go to like a college dude's apartment in the UK and they had a carpet bathroom I think I wouldn't I think I'd have to designate that as a hazardous zone like that's just not even like that's that's radioactive what's going on in there that is what happens when you get out of the shower like and you step on the mat but not all the water goes on the mat you're gonna just get all the water from yourself all on the floor and then it just 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 collects this is horrible this is an absolute there is no logic behind that idea okay there's just somebody was just like oh yeah put the carpet in the bathroom that's you know you want to you want to feel you like you got you got cushioning under your feet in the bathroom everyone knows that all right every time i'm in the bathroom and i'm sitting on the loo 
and I put my feet on the ground. I want to be able to grab my, put my toes through something, you know, just get, feel like I'm grasping something with my toes. Yeah, just a little. This this just proves that anyone who designed British bathrooms was on LSD. They were just hanging out with the Beatles the whole time. They're like, I fell asleep in the bathroom when I was on acid one time with John Lennon. And I said to myself, I said, this bathroom floor needs carpet, John. Carpet. He's like, oh, yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. I do believe so. Oh, I would like carpet in the bathroom a lot. (laughs) Like, yeah, because you're tripping the fuck out and just need to run your hands through something in the bathroom. They just need carpet everywhere because they're always tripping on LSD. Next one comes from The Devil's Game. It's not that it makes no sense, but I've always been curious how carbonated water became the default in many places. I'm for this. I'm for this, okay? Maybe maybe not all carbonated water, but like, bro, Perrier? Perrier slaps, bro. I had it for the first time like a year and a half ago and at like at my work because sometimes the um, like drinks are are put out at work and sometimes clients are like oh take a drink so i'm like okay so i take and i grabbed a perrier one time because there there was no more soda left and i and i was like okay i guess i'll drink this and i drank it i was like yo this shit is bussin dog if you are not drinking perrier you are sleeping bro perrier is fire Okay, it tastes like the it tastes like soda, but it's not. It's literally just mineral water that's carbonated. Okay, I'm not always down for all carbonated water. Don't get me wrong. Some of it tastes like TV static asshole, but that I would rather just drink regular water. But Perrier though, and other and some of the other sparkling waters, we need to make this more of a thing. Although you can't chug sparkling water though, it's the worst for getting hydrated. Like if there if there's <laughs> if you like if you like need to be hydrated, like the only thing. It's closest to you is carbonated water, bro. I you gotta wait it out, man. You gotta wait it out. Carbonated water is gonna make you feel horrible. <laughs> um, next one comes from one hundred one bees. The smoking. I stayed with a host family in France, and my sixteen-year-old host sister smoked like a chimney, as did all her friends. Like you're so young, why? Actually, my buddy Sam, my roommate Sam, was talking about this. What is up with the smoking? What is up, like, like I thought Europe was supposed to be the precedent of, like, you know, health and stuff. Like, I thought, like, all the Europeans are supposed to be all slim and and in good shape. And they say, oh, the Americans, oh, you Americans, you're so fat, uh, you're so obese, you have this obesity, obesity problem because you eat so much of this horrible food. As they're... As they're just smoking a fucking pack of cigarettes. Like, you Americans, you're so unhealthy. You and your cheeseburger. It's like, oh, come on, bro. You're a little bit hypocritical as you're ripping 20 cigs a day. All right. Here, I think smoking is like, I feel like smoking is really not normalized here. Like, not as nearly as much as it used to be. I think, generally, it's not people... People aren't necessarily judged for smoking, but... Like, I think seeing less people not smoke is more common than seeing people smoke. Like, there... And then the young people who smoke in... Like, in... in, uh, 
in, like in and at least in that I know like here in, in in Canada a lot of them are just trying to be edgy they're just trying to be fake like they're just so fake they're trying to be like I smoke his cigarettes because because I, I like I listen to fucking cigarettes after sex every day it's like okay bro like no one understands me okay I I, I truly know what Locke meant in the Leviathan all right have you ever read Plato's Republic no you wouldn't and I'm different. It's like, okay, bro. It's like, I dye my hair different colors because I'm so edgy and I like to smoke cigarettes outside the university. It's like, all right, bro, no one gives a shit, okay? You don't have to smoke cigarettes or dye your hair crazy colors to be different, all right? But they, and they do it out of such an ungenuine reason. They don't dye their hair because they actually, like, you know, want to dye their hair. They dye their hair because they want to look edgy. And it's like, you're exactly what you hate, you hate people for being fake and for being not authentic and for doing things because the 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 zeitgeist or general pub, general public says that you should do them. Okay, well you're the exact same. You're doing that with your subculture. Your subculture of edgy people. You just like are trying to be noticed that you're edgy. Ah, oh, makes sorry. I got on a massive tangent and rant about this, but it does bother me because these people are so inauthentic. They're trying to be something they're not. It's like why don't you just be a little bit more down to earth and level with people and maybe people will actually enjoy being around you because the older you get the more you realize like you know you just don't have as many friends as you as you used to as you get older like it's just a thing and if you grow up just ostracizing everybody else around you then once you get old enough you'll be like hmm i have no friends anymore like and all my edgy friends don't want to be friends with me because everyone else is they're all pricks just like me so there you go you're only screwing yourself uh, let's see what next. So next one comes from E. Jackson. My British grandma always had a plastic tub in the sink to soak dishes. It seems so weird to have a sink in a sink. Uh, reply from all Sonic games. The idea is that they, <laughs> the idea is that they, you can have, is, what? Is that you can have stuff soaking while still being able to pour stuff down the sink. I have absolutely no idea why anyone has that has a dual sink or that has a dual sink would have one though or would do that. Yeah, but I don't understand the whole idea of soaking dishes. Why? Just clean it. All you need is a bristle brush. Okay? My life forever changed when I got a bristle brush for washing dishes. I literally wash every dish as soon as I'm done using it. I just get the bristle brush out and just bristle it. Okay? Like it's 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 easy. It takes five seconds, and then your dishes are done. Like what? Like oh, you need like you need one of those um, one of those uh, like it's like a sponge, but it's attached to a handle that you can fill with soap, and then you wash it with the soap, and then you grab your you know you you, you water water it, soap it up, and then you grab your bristle brush and you bristle it off, and you don't have to get your you know get more gloves or use an actual sponge. It's perfect. It makes doing the dishes way easier and more enjoyable. Um, next one comes from weird traditional. It's not that it doesn't make sense, but the first time I saw those windows that can be moved a bunch of different ways, you would have thought I was seeing a rabbit being pulled out of a hat. That's how amazed I looked. Tilt and turn windows. Uh, Pluke one responds and says, I don't know if you know this, but many European windows also have a winter mode. When the handle is 45 degrees up, they open just a tiny bit to provide a small amount of air circulation, but not too much to lose the warm air. Uh, reply from Dispo 030. Uh, 
us Germans are obsessed with ventilation. Even in the middle of winter, we'll periodically slam our fancy tilt windows open. Problem with the tilting or slightly opening is that it can lead to con condensation with low temperatures and thus leading to mold. We are obsessed with preventing mold. <laughs> Anyways, make sure... You're just obsessed with creating problems and solving them. <laughs> Anyways, make sure the air in your room stays good. It makes all the difference. Yeah, this is... This is like... Yeah, so we are designing the car, but when we design the car, we want to design it so that it will break. Okay? That is the, uh, the, the fundamental idea here. Okay? We want to fill the car with so much computers that it will just break. And it's like, okay. And then, and then the only option is for them to come and bring it back to us so that, that we can fix it. That is smart German engineering. It's like, oh my god. Uh, but those sound much, yeah, our windows here, and we're, we're, not, we're not that bougie. We're not that bougie with the windows. We, w our windows are just up and down, straight, strictly up and down. But at least we have the screens, though. That's insane to me. How you guys have no screens. Or at least some places, I don't know. Next one comes from Dishonorable Account. It makes sense to me, but it still seems marvelous to me that in France, other places I'm sure, but I learned this in French class, it is common to buy groceries every day. You may wake up and go to the, f to the bakery for fresh baked bread or stop for fresh produce on the way home to make dinner. Yes, having walkable grocery stores nearby makes it easier. It seems so much easier to buy three to four days a week's worth of groceries at a time. That, yeah. See, the thing about, the thing about that... And this is why I don't know if it's a it's if 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 I could adopt a behavior like that is because of tax. You might as well buy all of your groceries at once because you're gonna if you buy them every day, you're paying a needless amount of tax that you could have just avoided paying by buying your groceries all at once. This does seem irrational. I mean, I in some sense I get it because there's a culture of like, you know, getting you know, you know, fresh fruit food and, and, and stuff. You know, we know how long the French used to go without fresh bread. Um, shout out to the French Revolution and all my, uh, all my, all my French, uh, breath, sistren and brethren and thethren that, uh, you know, have the history of, of being starved by their leaders, by their, by their oligarchs. So that, uh, the monarchs. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, but yeah, the tax just seems like I don't want to pay extra tax on something if I don't need to. I can just buy it and then have it for a couple of days. But I don't know. Maybe that French bread just hits different. Uh, next one comes from Athlete Aromatic. Saw that mostly in the UK, having two separate faucets for hot and cold water. What the hell? Washing my hands was the worst. <laughs> Blue foot edit. Not just hot and cold. One is lava. The other is liquid nitrogen. <laughs> what is that a real thing you guys have dual taps dual sinks like that's just a given but dual taps one for hot and cold water that seems so redundant why wouldn't you just have one it's like well you know truly if you want to be you know the most uh separatist uh we like to keep all things separate here in the uk okay we don't like our things touching Things must be and remain the same in the way they always were. So we keep hot and cold water separate. Okay? There is no exception to hot and cold water. This is not happening. Uh, that is just fucking weird. Next one comes from XXMarvy1KXX. 
why you guys like to put the bathroom light switches outside the bathroom. Psychonautic replies and says, it's to do with the electrical regulations over here. Basically, we don't allow electrics within a certain distance of water source. And by placing the light switch outside, it means the electricity is outside the zone close to the water. It stops people with wet hands from getting electrocuted. You are allowed to pull a cord light switch inside the bathroom as long as you're as or as you're pulling the cord and not actually touching anything with electricity going through it. Okay, I have touched plenty of light switches with with wet hands, and I have never once been electrocuted. This seems like European paranoia, in all honesty. This seems like you guys are just what is the fear of getting electrocuted? Maybe this is just greater in Europeans. Maybe you guys have just like some genetic disposition to being scared of getting electrocuted. Is that like a thing? Like I, f- I feel like I feel like that's a thing. I feel like you guys are just just irrationally scared of 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 lightning. Maybe it just comes from all the European myths about lightning. Because I guess you got Thor, the god of thunder, and all those Norse gods and and all that stuff made it. Maybe it made its way into your genetic makeup and like and all the Greek people and Zeus and all these lightning gods and shit. You guys are just scared of being struck down by Zeus's lightning. Just being brutally uh, annihilated by Zeus if you do something wrong. So, I get that. Yeah, you, then you gotta travel all the way up Mount Olympus and just, you know, apologize to the gods. I get it. I see how it's in the DNA. Next one comes from Two Fingers Whiskey. I'm Canadian. Oh, me too. But it's always baffled me that some Europeans consider half hours worth of driving a long time. That wouldn't even get me out of the area I'd consider local. This is so true, okay? Uh, so my when I was in the ninth grade, our, our my ninth grade science teacher always, um, she told us this story and like she would tell it like to every year, every student, whatever. And she said that like she had these European friends who were at her house one time and were like, we really want to check out Vancouver. Like, can we go to Vancouver for dinner? And she was like, Vancouver? That's like a two-day drive. You can't drive to Vancouver. But it's because Europeans, Europe is all so, so condensed with all the places. It's a small continent. So it doesn't take long to get from place to place or country to country. Whereas here, Canada is the second largest country in the world in terms of landmass. The country is massive, okay? I drove from the middle of the country to the east coast of the country when I was came out here to start going to school that took us like five days okay the nearest major city to Halifax is Quebec City like the nearest like major major city to 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 Halifax is Quebec City and it is 12 hours away okay when I was growing up in 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 western Canada like in Saskatchewan if we wanted to go to a big city that's like Edmonton or Calgary, both around six to seven hours to drive, which is like, I've driven to Calgary in a day and been like, oh, this isn't even bad. Six hour, six and a half hour drive is like, eh, whatever. Like, it's doable. To Europeans, that is a form of torture. That is a form of agony, okay? Like, it's it's inconceivable. It's like, why, why would we take this? Why would we do this? Why would why why would we why, why would we drive uh, two hours? It's uh, why would we not just fly? 
I'm doing a very general European accent. I I'm I didn't know which one to do there, but like, I'll do a French person. Um, what is this? Uh, why we do we drive? Uh, 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 two hours. This is too long. This is too long. Why why do they never drive this long? Uh, we'll fly. Let's let's fly. They take uh, the plane and it will the twenty minute plane ride. It is cool. You know, it will be fine. I don't know if that's my French. I think it's just morphing into something else. It almost sounds like like uh, uh, <laughs> Hebrew <laughs> or uh, Israeli. Um, but yeah, the the but then you got this also like trains and stuff. We do not have trains. Like there's no high speed railway in the country. Like in a city maybe, but like not not in a high speed like cost country way, which would be cool. Um, a reply from Finlane. LOL, I moved from Germany to the Netherlands. The Netherlands are so small that the longest you could actually drive from one point to another is four hours. Otherwise, you would cross a border. When I was a child, I used to go to my grandparents' house every weekend. They only lived an hour away, so that was sh short to me. My boyfriend is Dutch, and he told me he barely ever saw his grandma growing up because she lived so far away and never visited her because of the long way. She lived an hour and a half away. Bro, my grandparents growing up lived like three, four hours away, and I saw them all the time like literally all the time i saw them at least once a month maybe twice like we i saw my grandparents all the time i mean they drove down a lot but um next one comes from purple fart monster nice invading my personal space welcome to the personal space show where here we talk about personal space oh i can't get enough about my personal space i don't even like my skin on my personal space he rips off his skin um, that's from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty joke. OG Rick and Morty joke before the show turned to shit. Um, invading my personal space, especially when standing in a line. So this is, this is, um, I've heard this is really common in Asia as well. Because here, there is so much land, there is no need to stand close to someone. There is no need to, to, there's, 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 uh, people respect if you keep a, a respectful amount of distance, okay? This is assumed all right, if you stand too close to somebody, if you walk into an elevator, there's one person in there and someone stands right next to you, I'll be like, I'm scared. I'm in danger. This this situation does not feel comfortable for me. Um, it's just, in, in European, everyone's just, there's more people. There's more people in Europe. So people just are used to people all the time. But uh, I don't know, maybe it's more common in some of the bigger cities here, but even still, I mean, even if you go to Toronto, people don't stand close to you. Um... All right, next one So comes from Optimistic Futures. Charging for bathrooms and charging for water at restaurants are both things that I would have expected Americans to do and Europeans to be the ones making fun of it. Yeah, that's charging for water at a restaurant? What? Why? Maybe it's just because water is more scarce. I, wasn't that? Yeah, I feel like that was a problem where they were, they were charging for water because water is like more scarce. Here, like in Canada, we have some of like the biggest freshwater reserves in the world. So I don't think we'd like tend to... Uh, I'm just flexing this whole time. This show is just flexing. And America, too. Um, there's a lot of freshwater reserves. But we sell it all to Nestle. We, You know what the best thing about it is that we have the like some of the most freshwater in the world. And we like to sell it to private corporations. Isn't that amazing? Don't we just like to just not nationalize the most basic resource you could possibly have and sell it to, I don't know, Nestle? You know, Danone? Yeah, these are perfect uh, companies. I totally trust them. Smartwater? Love it. Yeah, Coca-Cola Company? Sounds great. Um, so I can profit off of our water. Uh, next one comes from Philo Philo. 
I'm from the Midwest, and my family is from the Netherlands. So the society that would, wouldn't dare offend you in any way, and the society that has no problem dropping truth bombs on you, it's Russ. <laughs> yeah, and then a reply from Sarah Jessica Schnarker. Jan Moss is not being rude. He is just Dutch. That's from Ted Lasso, the excuse me, the 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 comedy or the comedy TV show. Uh, next one comes from Alpha Sierra Charlie. The cute sounding police sirens. In America, the police sirens seem urgent, semi deranged, warning to get the fuck out of the way. Like shit is going down, and I'm not there. Move. Meanwhile, every European police siren I've heard just kind of politely annoys you out of the way. Like, be-doo, be-doo, be-doo. Pardon me, but a spot uh, but a spot of bother has occurred. Pardon me, but a spot of bother has occurred. Well, I simply must hasten to it. Pardon me, as I simply must attend to it. Pardon me. And the police cars themselves are so small. American police cars are so big and brawny, like they, <laughs> like they might need to make their own garage door into... Uh, in, like, they might make their own garage door into building what the european police cars i've seen where uh where they even put the people they arrest uh granted i've only even seen european police on tv there's probably a lot i haven't seen but yeah um our police sirens definitely sound menacing but i think a lot of that too is because of television like i think tv like because you hear american police sirens like we have the same police sirens here in canada that they have in america and it's and I think that a lot of that has to do with just like all the TV shows you see about like you know crime in America and just like it's and especially Amer it's associated with American police and American police are just like known and even Canadian police are known like our policing system is known to be very harsh like like the police will like everyone just assumes here that the police are are not on your side like there's a very which honestly is just true. Like, it's not even, it's not even the fact that, like, policemen, like, a lot of police are just, it's a, it's not a profession that attracts a lot of, like, you know, upstanding, amazing citizens. Like, don't get me wrong, there are great police officers and people who are actually in it uh, for good reasons, but I think even just the structure of policing is often, like, the structure of the military. Like, it's very, it's a very intimidating place. Everything is very, it's like a boys club type thing. Everything's based off of, like, uh, you know, intimidation and all this stuff, and it's got a, just a really toxic culture, and there's just a lot of a lot of nasty people are attracted to that job because they want the power, and and just police here are just known for harassing, like they're just known for being assholes. Like no one no one wants to run. I mean, no one wants to run into the police everywhere, but police here will just never give you the benefit of the doubt. They are always fucking sus every time, bro. The police are so sus, and they make you feel super nervous. It's just, I don't, I just don't get that same feeling, especially because in Europe, a lot of the policemen don't even carry weapons. Like here, the police, police are meant to intimidate the, like people. You're meant to feel scared when you, when you run into a police officer. So I think it just as a whole culture of like in law enforcement and police and stuff. But anyways, I'm going to sign it off there for today. Uh, all for you folks. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode, episode of the Reddit Ask Us podcast. Where we read and react to comments from r slash ask reddit. I am your host, your humble and obliged host, Luke Dick. Um, remember, if you're watching on uh, on YouTube, please comment, like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating and please leave us a review. Uh, you can respond to this week's Reddit question by clicking the description of the episode in Spotify, pressing the white icon that says reply, and I, your response will be re read aloud on the next week's following episode, and you will be notified when your response is published. I love you all. Peace out. Love you. Bye.